If I offered to personally help you get your coloring book idea out of your head and into your hands in the next 30 days, using the exact same process that helped me create and publish my first book in five days, then leverage my status as a newly published author to launch and leverage it to create two additional income streams in less than six months, allowing me to make more money faster than relying solely on one-off book sales on Amazon or Etsy. And I did it with no formal art training or prior design experience. Would you be interested? Hi, my name is Rodney, creator of the Coloring Book Creator Podcast. My first coloring book, Never Too Late to Make It Happen, inspired me to launch my first paid membership community and online course and coaching program that has helped over a dozen first-time authors create and publish over 30 titles and counting while opening the door for a portfolio of additional income streams like launching a subscription box landing paid speaking opportunities and offline teaching positions, and creating online courses and paid workshops. So the only question is, are you next? If you answered yes, shoot me a text to 415-851-1222. Again, that's 415-851-1222 and says, yes, I heard you on the podcast and I'll respond within 24 hours with details on how to take advantage of this offer. Talk soon. You're listening to the Coloring Book Creator Podcast, Episode 13. And on this episode, I'm introducing you to Kim Sarsons, author of the amazing coloring journal book, Highly Inspired Women's Creative Self-Care Retreat. Please note, Kim's book is on the subject of CBD and cannabis. A three-time published author, her latest book, Highly Inspired, was designed to serve as a creative self-care sanctuary using a combination of non-clinical art therapy, music, and mindful cannabis consumption. She's created this book to help bring balance to your mind and body and bliss to your days through mindful engagement with coloring, journaling, and cannabis. Enjoy. All righty. Thank you so much and welcome to today's podcast episode. I am here today with my special guest, Kim Sarson, Sarsons, who is a recently published coloring book author. Uh, she's uh, published other books similar to the subject we're going to talk about today, but this is like, like a, I guess it would be a, like a companion type book to, uh, to her other books that she's published. Uh, Kim was a part of my Publish and Promote Your Coloring Book in 30 Days program. And uh, like I said, she's put together a beautiful book, a unique book, I think, a unique subject, or at least a unique take on a subject uh, that maybe some of you are familiar with. And so we're going to talk about that and get her inspiration and what inspired her and give you some information about how to go check out her wonderful new book. Kim, how are you today? I'm great. Thank you so much for the invitation. It's wonderful to be here. Glad to have you. Glad to have you. So, Kim, let's jump right into it. Tell us about yourself and how you decided to create a coloring book and what your coloring book is about. Okay. The, the nutshell version. <laughs> um, basically, I am a retired school teacher, recently retired school teacher, um, who was introduced to a special plant a few years ago, uh, that being the cannabis plant. And I was intrigued by it so much because I was on my own personal wellness journey. And it was about to be legalized in Canada, where I live, in Calgary, Alberta. And um, as the legalization date was approaching, which was back in 2018, I got really curious and I started to research and learn, study and 
And I ended up um, becoming a certified cannabis coach, meaning that I had and I have the um, insight and information, knowledge and expertise to introduce cannabis plant medicine to somebody who has been considering exploring it, or maybe they haven't been exploring it, but they're dealing with issues such as insomnia, chronic pain, anxiety, um, and other other conditions that impact their quality of life. Um, so being a school teacher and having this certification was a bit of a conflict because I couldn't really talk about this work uh, with my colleagues. I didn't feel comfortable with people knowing this side of my my life. Um, simply because stigma was and continues to be very real. We've come a long way, but um, there's still so much more educating and work to be done so that people perceive cannabis and understand cannabis through a new lens. Um, and that's what has inspired me to go into the book publishing route because being unable to, to really speak about it, I thought, well, maybe I could do my coaching through uh, the written word. And I decided to publish my first book. And that led to my second book and then my third, which is the coloring book. So, um, yeah, the first book came into the world in February of this, of, sorry, of 2022. And it's called Midlife Magic, a Cannabis Companion for Women Seeking Self-Care for the Real World. And as I was writing that, I felt like it needed a companion. You mentioned that word before. And that companion came to be as a journal. And that journal is called Elevated Expansion. And then a few months later, I met you, Rodney, and um, you were offering coloring book uh, coaching. and. Um, I thought, well, that is the perfect third part to the series by incorporating the creative, expressive, and colorful part of self-care. Um, so I thought that this three-part series would just be a phenomenal offer for the world. And um, with the publication of the coloring book, which is called Highly Inspired, <laughs> um, it has been realized with a lot of thanks to you for your support. Oh, that's wonderful. And I know in the title of your coloring book, you actually have in there a creative or self-care retreat of you. Yes. Part of your title, which I love. I love. You know, when I first yeah. heard about you, Kim, when you first, well, when we first connected and you were sharing your subject with me, I already knew that you had published two books and I was instantly intrigued because you know, I find, I have found, and what I'm very grateful for is in the people that I have, um, has been attracted to, uh, to my work and my program, which is my, my publish and promote your coloring book program, coaching program. Um, I have, what's been the biggest delight to me is that almost everyone has, um, what would you would say would traditionally be looked at as a coloring book. It's like you, you're blending and juxtaposing your passions and interests and other things 
and then finding that particular unique slant and that you created this coloring slash activity type book, which I think has been one of the greatest surprises for me with it because there's a there's a feeling of uniqueness and freshness. I mean, I'm being very clear not to, you know, to say, you know, what you would maybe label as more traditional coloring books. It's not an either or, but your personalities, your personality and your passions and the things that are important to you, your message, you've been able to ch- channel that into um, what I would really call a work of art that literally allows people to express their artistic side without them feeling like they need to be a professional artist while exploring a topic that has to be of interest to them. Otherwise, they wouldn't pick up your book. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so I find that to be the biggest treat for me out of all of it. And I know your book just as as recording this interview, I think your book now is going on. Is it is it has it been a full two weeks yet since it got finally got published? Um, I got the email from Amazon saying congratulations uh, when I woke up on Christmas morning. So right. it was probably the middle of the night on Christmas Eve. Yeah. Okay, so that would mean 10 days. Yeah. yeah about 10, about, about 10 days ago. So I know it hasn't, I'm the only reason why I'm referencing the data when it got published, because it hasn't been out that long, but I'll be really curious to hear and we'll have you back, you know, for a future follow-up interview of the response or have you gotten people who have responded to the book? Have, you know, you've heard me from anyone yet about the response to the book. Well, I had a few cheerleaders along the way who were really excited for it to be published and, and so they could get a copy. So I know that it's in a few of those hands already in there or not, not in their hands yet, but soon will be because um, they've ordered. And yeah, I've checked just today and there was another one, another yeah. sale. So it's getting out there into the world slowly but surely. Um, and yeah, just general excitement. And, and I actually met with a a friend today who is also in the, the cannabis world. We didn't actually know each other face to face before. We were in the same telegram group for a while. And when I told her that I was having this conversation today and I had just published a coloring book that focused on cannabis for self-care for women and um, that encouraged slowing down and, and uh, you know, being creative and just having time for yourself. She was, her response was like, this is amazing. This is what we need. This is going to help um, get the positive cannabis messages out there mm-hmm. at, while helping people at the same time. Because that's what it's all really about is changing perspectives through uh, information and through education but also providing um, a sense of community. Like I, I feel as though this book allows people, women in particular, to see that there are others who gravitate towards this medicine and um, want to have the, the kind of serenity that you get through an activity such as coloring. Like they just, they go together so nicely, the plant medicine and the act of coloring, because as you said before, like you don't have to be an artist to artistically express yourself. 
-hmm. and there's safety within we'll call it the confines of a coloring book because you've got the parameters of the image there the words if it's got words and um, you just select the colors and go with your heart and see what comes up right yeah, absolutely. Now, I, I, you did answer the question I was going to ask next already, but just so everyone listening will know, um, tell us the name again of the coloring book and who is it? Who would be the perfect? Who would be the perfect fit for this? The person would be for this book. Right. It's called Highly Inspired: A Women's Creative Self Care Retreat, and it's a cannabis coloring book and journal for women. So, really. Any woman who is um, already has a relationship with cannabis or is embarking on a relationship with cannabis, this is like a nice ease into that world. Uh, it does contain some information. It's not just it's not coloring pages alone, but it contains uh, a bit of information about the endocannabinoid system, mm -hmm. which. Uh, is a system in our bodies that interacts with the compounds in the cannabis plant. And through that interaction is the experience of balance. It, this, this system in our bodies, its primary goal or uh, its primary purpose is to maintain an inner balance. So the, um, uh, the book contains a bit of information about that system as well as the coloring pages, some journaling pages. And because cannabis is such a, a diverse plant and can be experienced in, in a plethora of ways, I also thought it would be wise to include dosing pages, which the intention of those is for tracking the medicine, the particular strain or the particular type of um, ingestion method, that type of thing that's being used so that there's a documentation of it or record of it so that you could have, you could explore, go back to that as a reference and, and have a repeat experience. If you, if you decided that a particular strain and, and ingestion method worked really well for you and you want to repeat that, then having that written down inside of the book is really easy for accessing and going back to so you can Wonderful. have the same type of experience or likewise if it's a negative experience maybe you were looking for someone who's looking to be um, experiencing some some quiet and calm and the strain that they experienced or worked with made them really uh, energized and they started cleaning the house because they had all this energy <laughs> that keeping track of that is important as well because then you know oh which strains or cultivars they're also called um, are beneficial for different types of activities so that's incorporated as well you know you made me think of when you were speaking about you know all the different uh features and 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 I guess exercises and activities if you will that you know, readers can do with the book. Uh, do you have any plans of, or are you currently considering any type of like, um, you know, like some kind of a, a workshop or a class or something or anything along that line that someone can, can make as a companion to this particular book? They have deeper questions and so forth. Uh, 
I hope you're finding value in this episode. I just want to take a moment to tell you about a special workshop I'm hosting called How to Set Up a Simple One-Page Website Designed to Help You Pre-Launch Your Book As You're Creating It, and Here's Why I'm Doing It. So many creative entrepreneurs, unfortunately, make list building a low priority when actually it should be, next to creating your work, one of your highest. Why? Because platforms are changing every second. What's hot right now may be out the window, possibly by the time you finish listening to this episode. But do you know what will never go out of style? Your email list. This is something no one can take away from you. A social media platform or seller can close your account. But with proper preparation and positioning, you can be ready to keep your business going with a simple email. No algorithm worries, no platform freezes. And that's why I created this special workshop. This is not a watch me type training. We are going to be rolling up our sleeves and setting up your first contact list, your one page website, and a welcome email sequence that will automate. So when a new subscriber gives you their contact info, they'll receive your instant response from you. The boot camp will conclude with a special bonus workshop where we'll craft your first welcome email sequence with the power of ChatGPT. And the best part, you get to keep lifetime access to the recordings at the end of each session, plus all of my scripts, templates, and checklists. And it's all yours for just a one-time payment of only $97. So affordable for everything you get. Click the link in the show notes for a complete outline and registration link. And even if you can't make it live, If this training speaks to you, register, and I'll personally make sure that you have everything you need to create your first one-page website, launch, and grow your email list. Now back to the episode. Well, I'm currently in the process of developing what we'll call a, a coaching program, a container for a coaching program, and the intention of that is to invite women who are in a particular phase of life, the midlife range, which is where I currently am, um, introducing them to cannabis, introducing them to other holistic self-care practices in a way that uh, helps them develop the confidence through the knowledge and education about the plant and how to engage with it um, so that they can start to develop their own uh, protocols you could say. So that is something that I've been working on for the past little while. Like it's essentially taking the information from my different work and the different um, resources that I've developed and bringing them to life and utilizing them in that educational container. So that uh, like, it's something that the, the few years ago that I, decided to explore cannabis. I was very much on my own until I found a guide. And as I said earlier on, um, being unable to kind of talk openly about my work with cannabis at at school with my colleagues, um, I decided to go the book route. And now that the books are done, it's like I'm ready to step into them. Mm -hmm as the coach and the guide that can be the person to to help women come to this plant in in an informed way with the right intention and the intention being to just feel better feel better feel happier sleep better like all the things 
that cannabis can support at this phase of life. So that's, you know, dealing with symptoms of menopause, dealing with mood swings, dealing with insomnia, dealing with all of this stuff. And just learning how to ultimately shift your your, the, the priority list where a lot of women over the decades with career and with family and all of those obligations, we end up finding ourselves very low on our own priority list. Mm-hmm. And we end up unwell, we end up burnt out, we end up resentful, we end up all these negative places. Mm-hmm. And cannabis is a way to help regulate and restore balance. And but but first you have to decide that you're gonna put yourself at the top of your priority list. Mm-hmm. So incorporating things like the art and the coloring and everything just creates more um uh, you could say like a greater container for it just enhances the container for that self-care that intentional holistic natural that's a big thing in my in my um, belief system that things the more natural they are the better right and cannabis comes from the earth it's a wonderful plant tremendous diverse applications and it's just been misrepresented and mm-hmm. more people need to know about the benefits of it and hopefully through this type of work and educating, hopefully more um, policies will will come down the pipes and and greater access and all of that will happen. And even even people getting released from prison for having um, small scale like uh, possession, because there's a lot of people that are right. incarcerated for cannabis right. possession across Canada, across the U.S. Right. 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 And in, in Canada, now that it's legal, those people shouldn't really be in jail anymore. <laughs> and same yeah. with yeah. the U.S. Well, and it sounds to me, too, is that, you know, what you really, you know, in in my, what's coming to me intuitively to say is that uh, you really are, are creating a movement, if you will, the education, the um the the health benefits i mean of course we all know about you know people who you know what they call medicinal um you know uh, purposes and things like that and what have you so i think because that's become more of an alternative form of of uh, uh, care for a, a lot of people who would traditionally wouldn't can even consider it i think that's maybe softened some opinion and perhaps opened up people's mind to at least wanting to learn more about it. And what I pick up on is based on this book and your previous books is that this is kind of a, what I would, and I don't mean it in a, in a, in a, in a net, in a derogatory way, but like a soft introduction to, mm-hmm. to what this is all about in a way that's not, because I think a lot of people didn't too. Also, when we hear about, you know, what do you want to call it? Weed or pot or whatever, you know, it gets associated with this, with, with, you know, with, with, um, with an undesirable element. And so things get lumped in together without fully understanding. And I feel like what you're doing is you're creating a platform and a movement to educate people um, so that some of the stigma will begin to fall away and that it's not, um, it's not something that is uh, going to be the downfall of, of society as some people want to, <laughs> want to, yeah, uh, there's, so yeah, shifting perception through mm-hmm. education, through 
like you said, and my book, Midlife Magic, has been called A Gentle Introduction to Cannabis. And I really like that. So um, your words are, are adequate and good and, and suit the whole vision of it because um, there's just there's beliefs out there that need to be changed. And this not just in this topic, but generally speaking, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, as as I, I look at my own life and how I didn't have cannabis until I was in my later 40s. And I ended up going down certain paths of self-neglect and uh, paying a a significant price and I, I elaborate on that story in midlife magic um and I, I experienced a number of things that I believe were a result of just my approach to life and that came from the demands that were upon me as a parent as um, a career person school teacher you know all everybody carries so many loads right and we just manage and we take on more, we end up not very well. And I was in that place and I ended up not very well. And it was after that, that cannabis came into my life, as I said, um, Mm -hmm. just in 2018, early 2018. So not too long ago, but had I had access to it in a, as an educated person, you know, if I had been well-informed about it, felt comfortable with it, um, had access to medicine that I knew was that it was properly grown, um, all of that. Um, then I, I think I would not have ended up in the dire situation that I did end up in. Um, it would have, it would have been an ally for me earlier on in my life, and I probably wouldn't have gone down the same path, which led me to being hospitalized and. It, it's it's quite a story. Um, and so I, I don't want other people to go down that type of path of suffering when it's so needless, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, here is a medicine that is accessible in all across Canada, thank goodness, in many parts of the U.S. and um, coming on more and more, right? There was just New York City just opened up like a week ago or something like that lineups down broadway to oh, the wow okay i didn't know that yeah. yeah yeah things are happening and it, and i think if the educational light continues to shine that's what's really really important but ultimately the like it's has to be i see it as being a grassroots thing and that women a lot of women can lead the charge because I mean, cannabis medicine comes from a female plant. That's a very special relationship right there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a caregiving plant. Uh, women are natural nurturers and caregivers. Like there's just this perfect synergy, you know, of who we are as women and who, who, uh, and what the plant is, you know, and the fact that we have a system in our bodies that is designed to work with it, it just makes sense. And for people to say no to it or to be fearful of it, they simply just need more information. Yeah. And yeah. Well, what I love. And this is a way, but through books, it's a way of disseminating 
information and yeah. coloring books also also invite in that youthful part of us that we tend to lose as we get older and become more serious and focused on work and all these life obligations right so mm -hmm. a coloring book allows for that return to to childhood because mm -hmm. everybody loves coloring right who doesn't look <laughs> yeah. well and i'll say for me and i you know and again you know for me personally i you know i was given a coloring book for a christmas gift um several years ago i don't remember exactly when I've always wanted my lifelong uh, travel uh, dreams is to go to Paris, and my 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 definite plan for 2023 is to go to Paris before the year is out. So, but um, uh, anyway, this uh, dear friend of mine at the time gave me a coloring book for Christmas on these beautiful illustrated pages of like old uh, old world Paris back in the 1800s. Mm -hmm. And I'll be honest when I mean, I was, of course, I, you know, I, I loved the, I, I enjoyed the gift because it was on a subject, but I didn't consider myself, you know, a colorist, if you will, you know, not that you have to be a trained colorist, or, you know, whatever. But anyway, mm -hmm. she gave me that in pencils and I thought it was a really sweet gift, but I never, I never colored a page out of it. And mm -hmm. then what happened many years later, I moved and then I ended up like donating the book or something like that and never, you know, really touched it. And then not going down the rabbit hole of my whole story, but long story short, um, I had had some major life transitions happen in my life and I became inspired to create my own coloring book. My first coloring book I was almost going on two years ago. And I just found it such a full circle moment because it was creating the book, which I thought was what the what the what the what the end result or the goal was. But what it ended up being was being in community with another group of people and coloring with them. And it gave me mm -hmm. that okay, you got a commitment to be here every week at this time, and we're gonna just get a small little almost like, almost like a knitting circle, <laughs> but we're gonna color together. Yeah. And I found myself mm -hmm. accessing a whole other part of my of my, of my being. I found myself calming down. I found myself inter, in interacting and engaging, but without me, you know, having to um, teach anything or having anything being taught to me. We just had our own individual little, our own little individual canvases and our own individual, very simple tool, which was a, a coloring pencil and that time together. And that's when I really got the power of the art of coloring and and using it as a form. I see why people liken it to a form of therapy um, because in a sense, it does access another side of our brains where as you're reading a book, which I love books and I love to read, but that's taking information in and processing it. Coloring, I don't have to do that. My only process I have to think about is what color do I want to lay down? Mm -hmm. And once I've done that, and you know, maybe after I do it, I may be going on with things in my mind that, oh, I don't know if I like that combination, but it's it's not like it's going to stop me, <laughs> you know, kind of a thing. So mm -hmm. that's what I really coming now full circle. I feel I enjoy so much about what I have, what inspired me. And what's inspired you and so many of the other authors that have come through the program is that you've been able to take a subject that you're passionate about, 
something that I would go so far as to say, at least in your in your particular example, Kim, is a mission and a purpose for you. But you're combining it and juxtaposing, as I said at the top of the interview, with a very um I'm going to use this word very carefully here. I want to say a mindful act of creativity. I don't want to say mindless, <laughs> but a <laughs> mindful act of creativity that lets you suspend for a minute the need to process something so that you can relax. I think relax the nervous system so that you can be open to maybe this particular book that you are talking about today will be the gateway for them to know about the other books that you have. And then on and on and on, you know. Um, so you have any thoughts about that? Because that that's was something that came to me as you were speaking. Well, the piece about coming together in community, uh, it really resonates because when I think of of cannabis, it does that. Like you can think of people sharing in the plant medicine um, together, like that that image of passing around the, the medicine, sharing it is, is big. And I mean, not so much since COVID, but um, there's that sharing element and, and benefiting together element and, and not having expectations per se um, and coming to to sitting together with with the intention of just being and coloring and um, getting the inspiration to select a color to you know create a design or what have you um, is is really aligned with how cannabis can can make you feel so they're kind of similar uh, as far as being therapeutic in that way because they allow they both allow for an escape um, and not an escape uh, in, in the sense of like ignoring responsibilities and such, but just taking that time, as I said before, about self-care and prioritizing yourself and deciding that, you know, having a few minutes of mindful <laughs> activity that may appear mindless, but is mindful. Mm -hmm. Um is really important to general well-being and um, emotional state, and all of it is affected. Is affected. So, you know, when I think of the the program that I want to bring to the world, I definitely envision weekly or bi-weekly meetings where we come together and we we work in the realm of art, and it's not for any sort of like it's not about the end product it's not about what it looks like at the end it's about just being in that process and benefiting from that experience and creating something really lovely by the end and what it might not be lovely to everybody but that doesn't matter <laughs> that right. doesn't matter right right <laughs> and i think the more that we take off all of the um well what i found for myself is that when you take away the expectation about what you, what we personally deem of as perfect, mm -hmm. we take that part away. It gives it takes us back to when we were children, if we had crayons. Yeah, and the, the child, just, yeah, the child just scribbled. Well, mm -hmm. we would call scribblings, or whatever. 
but there was not about coloring inside the line and everything had to be shaded and so neat and you know and all of that that's what mm-hmm. to me the coloring book process the coloring process represents to me is that now of course there'll be many who will want to do all that i just said which is color inside the lines and do all the right blending and shading and gradient and tonalities and all of that and there's nothing wrong mm-hmm. with that but um but it's sort of to me and i liken it to that when because one of my favorite toys as a kid was crayons mm-hmm. you know so yeah, I think it, it sort of represents that, you know, uh, you know. Yeah, I, I can remember really vividly, and I still actually have this one particular coloring book um, from the 1900s, <laughs> like mm. the 1970s, I guess. Yes. Um, when I was a kid, I still have it. I, I didn't finish it, but I, it was something that I took great pride in. It was something I did well. It was something that I just did for myself. Like it was just a joyful activity, you know, um, adding color to the world and and having that that quiet space. And I don't know, like it, it was just probably in like in the in the, the cold darkness of winter is probably when I did it the most because it was mm-hmm. too cold. Whenever it was too cold to go outside, mm-hmm. uh, I would. I would engage in that. And it's interesting that I still have that book after all these years. Yeah. So let's move on to the process. So I would, this is one question I ask everyone that I interview for this series is uh, now that you've actually now gotten it done uh, and I'm speaking specifically about your coloring book, what would you say has been your biggest learning experience and or slash challenge in this process? Um, let's see. Biggest learning, I guess, to be patient with the, (laughs) with the, um, the process of finalizing it because, you know, you, you create this piece of work and then you give it to Amazon and ask them to finalize it for you. And sometimes something is a little bit off. Mm -hmm. You have to fix that. You know, it's a process of waiting and making adjustments, different iterations, even though you think you've covered all the bases. Mm-hmm. So that becomes a little bit of a trial. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but there's that. And what did you say? So what was the... Well, I would say because you know, this, and then I'm going to even tailor it even more specifically to you. Um, okay. Since you writ- you've published written books, mm-hmm. And now that you've had the experience of publishing and and creating a coloring book, were there any notices, was there any differences between that experience of a written book and now doing a a, a coloring or art, you know, an art related book? Was there any differences in that that you noticed or were there, was it very similar? Well, the, yeah, a mix, I guess, Um, because I like to include I like to include text in everything that I do so that it's so that the book has kind of a, a personality or a like dynamic quality to it. So it's the design, the design part I find quite enjoyable, like deciding what's going to go where and how everything is going to be laid out. And you've seen the book, so you know how, mm-hmm. how kind of process oriented I am in, in that regard, mm-hmm. um, I did work with 
an artist for some of the the book mm -hmm. and so that was a new experience for me and i was very happy with uh, that collaboration and another piece actually that sort of related to your question it's um just regarding an element of the book that i never expected it just kind of sort of happened the way things do in life um i was given the opportunity to connect with uh, a doctor down in the U.S. who specializes in the endocannabinoid system. And one of the therapies or strategies that she get, offers to her patients who come to her feeling, you know, overwhelmed and anxious and, and otherwise needing some kind of medication, like they would they would naturally be inclined to go towards like anxiety med medication or that type of thing. She pres prescribes coloring to her patients. And when I learned about her and was connected with her, we we immediately like were aligned and she agreed to write the foreword for this book. My other books don't have a foreword. This one has a foreword. Well, I love she it. speaks to the benefits of of um, like non-therapeutic art or she calls it mindfulness based art therapy uh, so that piece of this journey has been different than the other parts because from the other books because I was doing those more on my own I did have contributors to midlife magic I can mention that but to have a foreword written by a doctor who specializes in in the realm you know the, the realm that I do um, but in her own way to express the importance of a modality like art um, and how it combines so nicely with cannabis for for reducing anxiety for, for addressing self-care all of that as opposed to going to the going to the pharmacist and getting a prescription like that's a pretty big pretty big deal mm -hmm. and uh so that made this book all the more exciting to create because i knew it was going to be validated by a doctor ah. so I don't, that doesn't quite fully answer. I kind of, kind of diverged from your question, but well, no, I mean, it's just it, a, a different element to the book. And it just, um, yeah, it just added more energy and excitement to the whole thing. Yeah. No, well, and, and I mean, and it, to me, it totally answers the question, at least in my, in my, in my interpretation of it is because, you know, again, I, I likened it to, or I asked you to compare it to, you know, the experience of having published solely text-based books to now, you know, this art and, you know, coloring and activity type book. And, you know, again, you followed your heart, you followed your passion, you followed what had meaning for you. You didn't just try to put together a book that just had pages to color in it for the sake of doing it that way. Um, right. But you brought in your passion and you brought in your you brought in everything about you. And that's what I have found consistently throughout the second cohort of the and the first cohort, too. But definitely the second cohort of this program is that you came in with your passions and your ideas and the things that really had true meaning to you. 
not just something to put together, to slap together a book, to throw up on Amazon, but something that you really put thought and 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 time and attention and care into. And I I know that because you went into it with that intention energetically, you know, in this in this context, in your in your case, this particular individual wanted to validate it even further. And so mm-hmm. you attracted that opportunity, I feel, to you to get that additional uh, you know, uh, validation, if you will, uh, for mm-hmm. what you've done. So it just to me, you know, it to me it answers the question that I I have as I guess if I want to call myself a coach or a mentor, is I want you to bring, I want my students and my members to bring everything about them to the table. Don't leave anything off and we'll find the gem that's there, you know? And so you already had a very clear mission and purpose when you came in. I've had a couple of other people that came in with very clear missions and purposes. And so I find the books, this this particular cohort to be very fresh and unique and very personal but with broad, with I shouldn't say broad appeal, the right specific appeal. And that's what's made this such a beautiful journey to watch you all go through this experience, uh, challenges and all, <laughs> and uh, and stick with it and then create what I consider to be, in my opinion, a work of art. And I consider that for your all of your books. So, um, you know, I thank you for sharing all of it with us and telling us about everything that inspired it. And I just see nothing but more and more opportunities for you coming down the pike. Let me ask you this question before I ask you where people can get the listeners can get the book. Are you planning mm-hmm. a, another follow-up or, comp- or companion book to, to the, the, the oh, okay. just came out? So this is a, this is a good question. The, uh, the person who connected me with the doc, she and I have been talking um, recently because a number of months ago, I think it was even before I started to consider the idea of a coloring book, the idea of doing um, a multi-author book uh, was something that came to, uh, to, I was inspired to lead that, having already published my own story and my own books and my own journal. Um, I thought there are more women out there who have stories about a transformation thanks to cannabis plant medicine and these stories need to be told and so I shared that and I started collecting some stories just anecdotally from people and then I formalized it a little bit more and now I'm in the process of working with this um, this other person Amy is her name to work out uh, a way to bring the right people together who have these stories that will just help change perceptions and change attitudes and such because they're the human, you know, they're the human journey of, of change. And um, so with her help, kind of like how you've supported this journey with the coloring book, with her help, um, I'm going to be, leading co-leading facilitating whatever we want to call it um a group of women to to write their stories and then compile them together in a book that will have more than stories but have um some 
reference components so that the medicine is referred to and people can kind of look at um, like a, what is it called? Like an appendix, an appendix okay. of information. So okay. there'll be the stories and then this information that people can look to to support them again on their own exploration. So it's um, going from being an independent creator to co-creating with a group of people. So that's that's a vision for 2023. And, um, you know, just I'm, I'm seeking more women with more stories and who are interested in getting them out into the world and just feel a little bit nervous about doing that and, and you know, finding their writer's voice and, and all of that and crafting the story. And I used to be a teacher, as I said, right? So uh, 27 years teaching public school. I've done a lot of work with students and teaching them how to, how to write and, and revise and edit and all of that. So I think it's a nice, it, it makes sense as the next step in this in this uh, journey of creating books and bringing stories to the world and and hopefully making change uh inciting some change in some lives absolutely so i'm pretty excited if you know anyone who might be interested in contributing <laughs> you can connect them to me well that's wonderful well let's um yeah. let's move it right so just so Everyone listening, I'm going to have notes, uh, links to everything, including how to connect with Kim in the show notes of the podcast so you can reach out to her. Um, but I want to, step, first of all, want the most important link <laughs> is where people can go and purchase the book. So where can listeners pick up a copy of Highly Inspired Women's Creative Self-Care Retreat? Where can we get that beautiful book? It is available on Amazon. So I will share the direct link with you mm -hmm. to add to those show notes. Mm -hmm. um, I'm also, if you're in my area of Calgary, uh, I will soon have physical copies available through me. And that's really it right now. Okay. Um, hopefully they'll, I'll, I'll find some more places to offer, you know, make it available, but. Currently, mm -hmm. Amazon is the number the number one go to for that okay. for all of them. Yeah, and um, um, I'll ask you this: Is there a way for people to connect with you on social media anywhere? Yeah, so I have um, an Instagram page called. Do you want me to tell you what it is? You can say it because I'll put, put the link in the show notes. Yeah, you can say if you'd like, and I'll put the link in the show notes as well. Sure, mm -hmm. it's Kim S coach so k-i-m-e-s-s -S, coach all one word that's my instagram mm -hmm. and then my tiktok which i'm learning how to use <laughs> mm -hmm. it's called high on midlife all one word high on midlife and mm -hmm. then of course i'm on facebook on facebook so i'll put the links to all of kim's contact information tiktok instagram facebook all inside the show notes as well as the link to where you can purchase the book on amazon and so if you want to follow up with her or if you again is you know she's collecting uh stories for a new book that she's putting together so if you or someone you know might be interested in that feel free to use one of those links to connect with her uh, and have a conversation. I'm so excited for what you've done and what you created. Like I said, when you came into my program. Uh, so for you listening at the time I'm recording this, the doors for the next cohort 
of my, um, well, I'm calling it now the Coloring Book Creator Program, uh, which we have a publish and promote your book in 30 day, a component to that. But I'll be talking about that and the doors of that will be reopening again the 1st of February. So if you're listening uh, to this, depending upon when you're listening to this, there may either be a link to add your name to the early, early notification list. Um, but I would say, and I'll have a link there in the show notes as well, but do listen to this interview with, have you listened to this interview with Kim? I have a few other interviews, uh, that I've also have created, uh, again, from pretty much from my most recent cohort of the program for you to listen to, so you can hear their stories and their journey as well. And hopefully it will inspire, uh, you as the listener creating, your own coloring book one day. And if it's the right fit, I'd love to be uh, there to help support you. So with that said, Kim, I have one final question. Um, Any final words for anyone listening that is dreaming of creating a coloring book of their own? Any words of advice or um, um, encouragement you have for them? Yeah, I think um, if you are feeling inspired to bring such a project to the world and you've got you know just a little extra time on your hands it doesn't take a lot of time and Mm -hmm. and, um the willingness to learn because there's definitely a learning curve when it comes to this type of work and also the the um, enthusiasm to step outside of your comfort zone because as we get older we have a tendency to become a little more rigid in our thinking and we we don't take risks a lot of the time we need people to encourage us to do that and um and it's always great when there's there's like a mission or there's something bigger than yourself that's driving you uh to get your work out into the world because you know that that work matters and, and no matter what it is it could be anything like i have my area of interest my topic could be be literally anything and it will brighten somebody's day and um you know the world will be a better place because of that Mm. that new addition to it so i would say just just go for it it's it's uh it's fun and rodney's a great guy he's very (laughs) helpful as you can hear it's very gentle human being who's very supportive and and just wants it wants everybody to succeed and um yeah it's good to have people like that in your corner so yeah just do it people yes just do it. thank <laughs> you thank you yeah just do it yeah because as i said you know i i didn't have you know i had a passion for books i've all I always have had a passion for books and publishing i've been self publishing in one form or another for many years I uh, went through all of the the heartaches and the woes and the troubles and long before any, I mean, well, I published my first book when the only internet as we know it was available was AOL. So that tells you how long ago. <laughs> <laughs> A while back. <laughs> <laughs> I published yep. the book. So, um, so things have gotten so much easier uh, now, yeah. but it doesn't hurt to have that little extra eye to kind of look yeah. over things and support you and to give you that encouragement. And as I said before, you know, whatever, when you hear the word coloring book, whatever that conjures for you, 
especially if you're an enthusiastic colorist, you know, you're familiar with all the different books that are out there. Um, but what I, again, and I didn't, I wasn't in something that I orchestrated. It just worked out that way that uh, the, the beautiful souls that came to me to work with me in this program all had their own unique vision okay. that they translated uh, in some form or another through creating their own coloring books. So that in and of itself, again, as I said earlier, and I'll say it again, has been such a treat for me because it's one of the things I say when I've done uh, workshops in the past, and it sounds like an oxymoron, but it truly isn't about the book. Mm-hmm. It really isn't. It is I mean, and it isn't. Yeah, yeah, it is and it isn't. Because uh, I remember, I, I remember, sorry to jump in, but I remember the day that um, we ha- we met on a Zoom call and I had my book essentially done and I took you on a tour through it. Mm-hmm. And your reaction was so confirming, affirming for me that I was I was going the right direction. And that, like the fact that some of the choices I made inspired you. Like when the student inspires the teacher, it feels really good because, <laughs> you know, I've been in the role of the teacher, as you know, I talk yes. about. And when when you're the teacher and you're inspired by your students because they're doing cool things that you hadn't thought of before or, you know, they're just th- approaching things in a way that you hadn't considered before or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. It just it just opens up so much more and, and it just it feels really good. So when I was sharing that with you and you were like. I could tell you were you had a big smile on your face and you had really great energy and, and response to it because honestly, this topic, as I mentioned, has been a sensitive one for me. Like it's one that I want to get out into the world. It's one that I am proud of, but at the same time, I've had these fears and apprehensions around people mis- misjudging me or mm-hmm. jumping to conclusions about me because of this relationship I have with a plant. Like it sounds silly when you say that. Because mm-hmm. I have a relationship with a plant, <laughs> uh, but you were very open and and super receptive and and enthusiastic and like when I shared that I was including a playlist and all of that and creating like a multi sensory experience. That's what I wanted it to be. Um, yeah, you just gave me really good feedback and that good positive feedback as well as as constructive feedback is what propels really good work. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Rodney gets a special thank you at the end of my book. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. And I appreciate that. Thank you. I received that. Thank you so much. Yeah. I I get inspired. I get it's so funny as I'm looking at the title of your book. And it's and it, and I'm not just saying it because it's how your book, but it's the truth. In this moment, I'm highly inspired <laughs> <laughs> by um by what you brought to the table. And Again, you know, it it all comes down to, I would just say this, if you're listening to this and you, this is something that you've been thinking about, just thinking about, but you didn't know how or what, or what it was going to be about, or where it was going to be about, or whatever the case may be, that's actually really good. Or if you have, you have more of a clearly defined message and ideas and so forth, you know, kind of like him, that's fine too. But I always am a firm believer in what I call the three C's, which is connection, collaboration, and creation. And I run everything I try to do through those three C's. You know, is it helping me to connect with people in a certain way that feels really highly elevated to me? Again, I'm not, 
trust me, I'm not scripting these words because that's what you're <laughs> So that came out of my mouth. Your language sounds scripted, but but no. uh, But I fired language is great. Yeah, but I found it to be you know very much about that. I I love the connection piece of it, and then I feel like when there's a deep connection, then together you collaborate on ideas and things, and it feels like a collaboration, not me telling someone what to do. But, you know, gently guiding the, you know, obviously there's technical aspects uh, to putting this physically together. Um, yeah. But but that's not so much. The collaboration part comes in is where, hey, this is the idea I have. What do you think about it? And having that second set of eyes. And sometimes I found and, you know, um, if you'd like to speak to that for a moment, too. You know, we have a Facebook group that's connected to the program. And so, for example, when you when you got your forward from the doctor, you shared that in the group and, you know, the members were very, you know, uh, inspired and, 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 and supportive of you um, in making mm-hmm. that announcement. Yeah. yeah. It's nice to have a place to celebrate because not everyone is going to really know what you're up to, like in your personal life, let's mm-hmm. say, mm-hmm. Um, or they're not interested or whatever. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. But when you have a community of people who are walking a similar path and, and you have an achievement or they have an achievement and and it's exciting like oftentimes we don't celebrate enough we don't acknowledge our our accomplishments enough um i don't know why we do that but we do we tend to downplay the good work that we do mm-hmm. so it's really it's really nice to have that community aspect where you can um express the good and and the not so good like if you're stuck or right. you know you need you need uh feedback on an idea or you would like some insight into um into something that you've been brainstorming a little bit like it's always good to have a a, a common like mega mind i guess yeah yeah a, com- to, a commonality and having and having yeah. you know like i said that collaboration piece i feel mm-hmm. I was really excited to see that happen with this second cohort um, uh, was, you know, people posting a challenge that they have or a question that they had about, you know, what do you think about my cover? And I mean, there was even collaborations where a couple of students got together to design, to help design the cover or to go over the designs that went inside the book. Or again, you know, I'm thinking about this or I'm stuck with that. It, it's not, um, I love the fact that, you all supported and stepped up and encouraged each other because as you know as being being an author of two other books writing is a very solitary act mm-hmm. and unless you're in a yeah. writing group or a class or a workshop you really don't have anybody well you may have a friend or two that you might be willing to share your manuscript with as you're writing but for the most part most of us keep that under wraps while we're writing you know um, yeah, you know, yeah, we do. so, uh, I think building, building your book, creating your book in a collaborative space, uh, like the Facebook group that accompanies the program, I feel, uh, was a value add asset that I'm really am grateful that because it all is hinged. You all are the engine of that. Um, you know, I can mm-hmm. connect you together, but you all are the engine of whether or not those conversations actually happen. So, I'm very appreciative of your support of the other students and them of their support of you. 
So that's been a very wonderful thing to see. Yeah, it's a it's a beautiful addition, and um, it just it helps to see things through. Because sometimes we, you know, people we start things we're very ambitious at the beginning of a process, and then we run out of fuel, or we run out of inspiration, or we run out of steam, or mm-hmm. so to have. To have someone or a group of people who are kind of checking in, how's it going? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Or setting some deadlines and that kind of thing and and having that um, external motivation Mm -hmm. is really helpful. Mm -hmm. Indeed, indeed. Well, with that said, I just want to say thank you so much for uh, allowing me to be a part of your inspired journey to put this beautiful book together. Um, again, the links to everything is in the show notes for all of you listening, but just want to just one more time say thank you so much, Kim, for being uh, with us this afternoon and, um, and just sharing your journey with us. I really, really appreciate it. And I know many people are going to be inspired by all of your story, not just the part about the book itself, but your journey in, in and of itself. So I thank you for that. And I thank you very much for the opportunity to talk about the process and the book and why I do what I do. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, it's, um, yeah, an, an important piece of of the whole vision, you know, making change in the world. So you're part of that, and I appreciate that. Mm, thank you. That, thank you. Um, <clears throat> that support and, and all of it. Yeah. Thank you. It's great to talk with you. To, to be with your community as well. Thank you. Yeah, I'm, I, I can't wait to hear the responses to the interview. So speaking of interview, like mm-hmm. I said, there's going to be a few more interviews. I'm not quite sure of the final number yet in this series, but um, there will be at least three interviews. There may be up to five in this series. But of course, as I publish a new one, you'll hear it. Uh, again, so this series I'm launching uh, again in the beginning of January to listen through through the month of January, and hopefully it will get you inspired to think about what your idea of what your coloring book could be. As I said, I'm going to be teaching a workshop at the end of January uh, that will lead into um, a challenge, a three-day challenge that I'm going to host, where I'm going to be helping you define that idea and refine that idea, but also help get you in the mindset to prepare you for this journey because again it's not it's not hard it can be have challenging moments but again you're not on your own with it so um again I'll be giving links in the show notes about how to uh find out about that workshop series when it comes up and then if it's a fit uh consider joining me for the next cohort of the coloring book creator program, which will be launching in early reopening, doors reopening in early February. So with that said, I want to say again, thank you to Kim. Thank you for listening today. Uh, Check out the other interviews in this series and uh, we'll be connecting and speaking soon. Also, I have a Facebook group called Culling Book Creator Live. Uh, If you'd like to stay on top of developments over the month of February, January, I'm sorry, uh, join that free Facebook group because that's where you'll be able to listen to the replays of this as well as uh, I think Kim, I think you're in that group as well. Um, so if, <laughs> if uh, you, you know, have a question, want to pop in, just, you know, pop it in. And if she sees it, you know, she might even give you a quick answer, but anyway. Hey, yeah. just tag me. Yep. <laughs> okay. All righty. So thank you again, everyone. Have a great rest of your day or evening, whatever time you're listening to this until next time. 
uh, keep creating and keep staying inspired. All right, take care. Alrighty, so let me just stop the recording.